Welcome. Welcome or welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I am Kristen. I'm San. I'm Catherine. This is the Meet Us in Paris podcast where we discuss worldwide travel and the art of finding what's around the next corner. So, if you weren't aware, San Diego Comic Con is one of pop culture's greatest gatherings and a nerd's paradise, and it's coming up in the next few months. And we thought, since some of us have attended the last 15 years or so, Guilty. Uh, <laughs> uh, we wanted to give you the down low on the who, what, and whys of Comic Con, attending, and the things to do. So stick around after our sponsor break. We've another interesting podcast coming up. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. And we're back. So, um, a little background for us, please, from Zen. Since Katharina and I haven't been to Comic-Con, we need a general overview. Yeah, so I know that both you guys have been interested in going. (coughs) So, I mean, we can, like, I guess, what is, I guess I can start out with what is Comic-Con? Or start off with that, too, and then the lotto. The, the lotto part on yeah. how to get in. Oh, because it's okay. even more exclusive than Coachella. Yeah, because I tried yeah. going in and then I didn't make it. Okay, yeah. so we'll go history and then how to get into Comic-Con. <laughs> so San Diego Comic-Con has been around since 1970 and it has always been hosted in um, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And originally Comic-Con was, you know, it's just like a bunch of comic book nerds, you know. And and strictly comic books. It was strictly comic books. As, as the name would the suggest. Yeah. As the name would suggest, <laughs> yeah. which is no longer anymore Mm -hmm. and so they kept on having the gathering and it has grown and grown and grown and so last year um they actually it's not a cap of the number of people who want to attend it's a cap of the san diego uh convention center's capacity so every year me and one hundred thirty thousand of my best friends (laughs) show up down to san diego and we go to um go to the nerd paradise which is comic-con mm-hmm. um if you everyone's probably lots of people have seen comic-con um it's always on the news it's on pop culture pages you you see it all over as a as a national phenomena it usually happens in july somewhere usually the second or third week of july mm-hmm. as i recall and it's in downtown san diego and it's right off the waterfront in the convention center now, I want to ask, too, because clearly it has grown over the years, but mm-hmm. what are its origins? Did it literally start as we're going to make this big convention, or did it start as some small gathering that ballooned? <clears throat> I think it just started out, I, I was not there, obviously. <laughs> sure. I'm not old enough. Well, I could have been. But yeah. I been. Very, very little. I would have been yes. very, very little. Yeah. It started out as like a comic book convention mm-hmm. and used to be a good old-fashioned comic book convention. I can't give you my experiences, of course, at San Diego, but a typical one, um, let's see, I, in the 80s, that you would go to the comic book convention, comic books, were, there was a certain number of people read comic books. Um, quite often, your local comic book store would not have you know, a comic book store, usually the size of maybe two, um, like a two-car garage. Right. And so you're always looking for mage 
number six that no one in the local area had. And you would go to a comic book convention and then you would go and you could find some of those things that were not available at your local dealer. The other thing is that you would have the ability to go meet some of the creators. So these, as a child, they were these mythical writers and mythical artists who you've never seen. You might have seen a photo in the back of a comic book somewhere, Mm -hmm. but to actually go up and interact with these people, have them sign things for you. Sometimes if you were really lucky, they would draw pictures for you. Like, so like, oh, I'm a big Batman fan. Oh, you're a Batman fan. You would, you would hold out your little book and then they would sketch in your comic book. They would do a comic book. Uh, They would do a Batman. Yeah. Um, as time went by, and in San Diego Comic Con, probably around, so I started going roughly around <clears throat> 2003 when I moved mm-hmm. to California. It was kind of like that. You could mm-hmm. still, even though it was probably about fifty to sixty thousand people who were showing up, you could just you would see an artist, and people didn't recognize the artists, right? And so I would go. It's like. That's Bill Willingham. And Bill Willingham writes a series called Fable. He won a bunch of awards mm. for his work. and But he, people didn't know what he would look like. And I would walk up and I was like, Bill, I've been reading your comic books since the 80s. And it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, you know, you're head of series. And, and this but how is, did you know who he was if people didn't recognize <laughs> him? You know, it's just because I thought um, I'm an... I'm a recovering artist. Mm. Um, as an ex-artist and comic book fiend, I, you know, I would see a picture every once in a okay. while. Or, you know, I would just see, like, you would see this guy sitting by himself and you would have a placard in front of him. And it's Bill Willingham. And, 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 and you, <laughs> no you, you couldn't do this today. To right. and, you know, like, no one's walking up to him and he's twiddling his thumbs. It's like, son of a gun. That's that's what he, and then you would walk up. Yeah have a small conversation with him he would give you tell you a little why he did it's like why did you do this and he's mm-hmm. like oh because i did this this and this like hey my favorite character is this would, would you draw it for me it's like Aww. and you would hand out a book and you're like oh yeah and they would sketch something in your do book. they sell like the autograph books like at disneyland for you to take <clears throat> around to um, different <laughs> they, they do have they do there's a lot of vendors mm-hmm. that we can talk about what mm-hmm. is sold there but yeah you can get autograph books and Cute. So, you know, we would I would just walk around and um and meet these people who had driven my imagination as a child and mm-hmm. and gave me so many amazing stories and um and and you know, pastimes and then to meet you know, as a as a kid like these minor gods, mm-hmm. you know. Now as I'm older it's just like still it's like, "Oh, these man, where do you come up with these ideas?" Um, but now Comic-Con has changed and we can talk. I'll, I'll kind of address that a little bit yeah. later. So question, do you have any of those little books of the sketches? Yeah. Can you sell them? I wonder how much it's oh, worth. Oh, yeah. Do you have any from Stan Lee? I actually have a couple books signed by Stan Lee. Wow. I wonder how much so, that would sell. I don't know. I have a bunch of stuff like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stan Lee. Um, Why Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. What um, is he doing because, there? Well, Comic-Con has... Um, As a guest, or was yeah, he yeah, like yeah. A... Because Comic Con has gone beyond comics; it's now become a pop culture. Yes, yeah, so I need to really what I was going to say. I need to talk about that, but I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> Anytime. I mean, yeah. So. As the name would suggest to me when I heard Comic Con, it was mm-hmm. like comics, and and of course, like all these comics are big movies now. You know, right. they're, they're making all that, so that that makes sense why like actors might be there, or whatever. But from what I have seen, like the footage and all this stuff, it has just ballooned to it's just a giant Halloween. Like, 
Yeah. Anyone dresses up as anything, they'll dress up as inanimate characters, and I don't even understand <laughs> the like connection to Comic Con oh, or it just it's what is it now? And, and the mashups like Stormtrooper Elvis and yes, I mean, it's yes, just going, yes, uh, exactly. Okay. So this is why Comic Con. If you watch TV, Comic Con, and you love watching TV or entertainment that's <clears throat> mildly science fiction or. Uh, fantasy or um, nerddom, Comic-Con is for you. What this is, I'm going to kind of give you a best guess from what I've seen over the years. So it kind of started out as comic books. Yes. And then this is roughly when I started going. It's like, oh, it's very comic book oriented. So 20 years ago, it was very comic book oriented. But then the comic book movies started to come out. Sure. And so they started to feature more and more of the comic movies. But the studios also realized the people who watch comic book movies are also the same people who watch science fiction. So you would see Luke, George Lucas, and he would have like okay. a huge, I'm not sure if George Lucas himself, but Lucasfilms would actually have a, a pavilion. Mm-hmm. And then in because it it's the same audience. Mm-hmm. And then um, other non-comic book um, movies start coming out there because it hit the same demographics. Yeah. So um, okay. Lord of the Rings is not a comic book, right. but it's the exact same demographic. Game who, of Thrones, Walking Dead, stuff like this. Yes. Yeah. So They're in there too? Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, that would make sense. Because it is like fantasy, yeah. science fiction, I guess. But, but I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, but I'm mm-hmm. not into the comic books. So I'm like the other end where I feel isolated <clears throat> that I'm not going to go because I'm not into comic books, but I would love to go see a Game of Thrones panel or something. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that Comic-Con really has become – they no longer they, – even though they're still named Comic-Con, they mm-hmm. call them – I believe – they're like they consider them the they call themselves like the pop culture festival or something okay. along those lines. So they fully admit that they are. Um, it's all in support of uh, of just geekdom in general. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. the Game of Thrones cast will come out. Yeah. Um, you will. And I, I've seen one. That's just I actually gone to the panel. Yeah. Um, which leads you to what? What? What can you do at Comic Con? Um, since since we've already gone down this road, I think there's a lot of different areas that people who go to Comic Con are. So there's, I'll, I'll give you the general demographics. One is obviously actually less and less and less, but there's less and less. There's not really a lot of comic book people who go there. Really? Yeah. They be- should change the name. Yeah. I know at this point. Fantasy Con. Yeah. Well, there's ones like that. But Psycon. What What happened was yeah, sci-fi. Is that the hardcore true comic book people who would buy ten thousand dollar comic <clears> books? <throat> the dealers who were there were finding less and less of them. And yeah. so they're actually not showing up anymore because uh. the space is so expensive mm-hmm. that if they can't sell, you know, they might sell like one year a dozen or two. You only can't have $10,000. And that will make their whole convention. But with the prices going up and the percentage of people who are just true comic fans, sure, um, they're just finding it more difficult to make it a reasonable mm. um you know, business venture to show up, yeah. but there are still a lot of book, a lot of comic book dealers, but just like one in maybe 
20 or 30, if you're lucky, when you're actually on the convention mm-hmm. hall. Surprised they didn't create their own small version of it now. Just I, comics. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, actually, for, for that niche to go yeah. find and Some of the deal. smaller ones, like upcoming at the end of this month. So when we're recording this, we're in mid-March. At the end of this month, there's something called WonderCon. Mm-hmm. And WonderCon is run by the same people who run Comic-Con. And that one is much more comic book oriented still. <laughs> so they've totally switched. Yeah. 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 I feel like yeah. WonderCon should be yeah, exactly. Comic-Con. And then, but Comic-Con's the one that blew up. So and that, I get it. That's the one here in, um, it's actually now in Anaheim. Yes. So I did know that. you can okay. go to the one in Anaheim. So like the smaller ones still have a little bit more focus on creators and more comics. But this has become a pop culture festival mm-hmm. without a doubt. But the types of people who would show up is, I noticed that there's a lot of toy people. So there's a lot of people who like to collect toys and they have a lot of toy exclusives. I would go to find all my favorite toys from the mid-80s, late-80s. Oh, my gosh. They have dealers like who what sell toys? those things. I mean, I remember these toys from when I was like, I barely have memories. There was this one doll called PJ Sparkles. What? And I only remembered it because I like saw a pictures, whatever. And she was just a doll and she had like this little crown. But then you would turn off the lights and you would turn her on. And then her crown would project like lights on the ceiling what? and like spin That's and cool. stuff. Yeah, it was very soothing. <laughs> and then like Polly Pockets. Yeah, Polly Pockets. Yeah. I still have mine somewhere. I don't know what happened to mine. So I would go for the toys. Yeah. For sure. Well, not just that. They have lots of, like, if you're into Power Rangers, they have limited edition Power mm. Rangers that are coming out. Or they'll have limited edition shields from whatever. Do they have Pokemon? Um, tremendous amounts of Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Um, Lord of the... There's a company called Weta, which is, I believe, an offshoot of um, Jackson guy who did lord of the rings oh um, peter jackson peter jackson <laughs> and his company actually creates props and they are identical to mm. the ones that are actually used in the movies wow so um let me paint a picture here so comic-con is held in actually it's gone so big big it's actually expanded out of the convention center um the convention center is split up into huge halls a through h Wow. So each hall, you know, you is like you can have one small convention. Yeah. Um, H itself, when they actually keep um, seats in, so when they show movies that are upcoming and they bring out the stars, that holds roughly seven thousand people sitting down. Jeez. So each one of these halls can seat roughly about seven thousand people. Wow. Um. So in the middle, they have a. Um, I forget what it's the vendor hall. So mm-hmm. in the vendor hall, a, essentially A through what did I say hall H, H. Mm-hmm. between H and A mm-hmm. is all vendors. So it's everything from comics to toys to video games to artists to um, and wow. just tremendous amounts of people. Mm-hmm. And within the vendor hall, the center part of it is usually larger corporations. So Marvel will actually carve out a large section and actually have, like one year they brought out all the Iron Man suits. Wow. And they were all, they built the set like it was Tony Stark's um, laboratory (laughs) and all the suits were out there. 
there was ones for like Fox. There's ones for one year George Lucas or I'm sorry, Lucas Films came out and they had a full X Wing fighter. Wow. And then that's he had so cool. signings. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. <laughs> so cool. Impressive. Um and then they would have all the actors and actresses come out and they would sign, of course, for a small fee. Um, but like everyone I mean, everyone except for I think Harrison Ford was out there. To, you know, oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> I know he didn't make it. He, he didn't, didn't make it, but I did see him when he did the last Indiana Jones film. Oh, nice! So the last, uh, whatever the one with the aliens, but he yeah, came out. Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull. Yeah. And I forget the name of the actress. Um, oh, who plays Marion Ravenwood? No, no, no! In oh. the last one, the Crystal Skull. Um, yeah, she the main her. Oh no, character- no, not, no, no, no! The the <clears throat> enemy. Oh, uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Came out. Oh, that was her. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> she transforms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have all these different areas, and so there's people who come over just purely toy geeks, and there's people who are purely into comics, and they come. They actually sometimes announce new video games there. Oh yeah. So they actually have areas like um, Nintendo will have an area, and they will have uh, a whole bunch of uh, setups. So people can come out and try the new Switch and all the video games that are uh-huh. coming out. You wait in line. Um, War uh, The people who make Blizzard, War of Warcraft, yeah. has a huge area. And they sell all their swag and cups. And, yeah. and then they show what's coming up in World of Warcraft or whatever. So it's it's kind of a little bit for anyone who's in convention. And gaming, I forget. So there's a mm-hmm. revival. I wouldn't say necessarily a revival. But there's a huge area of gaming. So... Um, there's actually rooms where you can actually go play Dungeons and Dragons or play out, <laughs> try out new board games. Do they do like else. tournaments and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have tournaments. Um, it's areas that I usually don't go to, yeah. but they're like on the second floor, and you walk by, and there's a bunch of people who are gaming at the same time. So let me ask you, as someone who's been going for so long, do you feel that they have lost their way? <laughs> Comic-Con. It clearly has ventured off from what it started as. And for the mass appeal, obviously, it's, you know, there and more people are there. But do you feel like they are not true to their roots anymore? I think their their mission has evolved. Sure. Um, the It has lost the word. It has lost a lot of the comics. Yeah. The other thing is um, I also... I used to compare, I compare it to going to a county fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were a kid, you go to the county fair and it's about meeting the farmers and they're milking cows and showing, you know, like you're learning about, yeah. oh, this is where my food comes from. <laughs> or you get to see the yeah. huge bunny who's so cute and you get to see the farm animals and you learn about the farming industry and the other farmers get to meet each other and learning about farming techniques. Right. As years go by, it has become about can you deep fry a Twinkie in ice yeah. cream? Right. <laughs> but, what crazy new food will you eat? Yeah, yeah. so it, it's begin and rock concerts and such. But it brings <clears throat> attention so people normally who would not going not go to a farming something mm-hmm. kind of traditionally a farming kind of meetup mm-hmm. is are now going to a f- what still there's a farming meetup mm-hmm. and so they get to see some of that that they normally wouldn't go to see sure. so making it a generalist kind of convention 
that introduces people into so many different types of fandom is a different service to Mm -hmm. um i think it's a little bit of different service to um teaching people about this creative type of field which is so different than Mm -hmm. you know that i used to get beat up for as a kid (laughs) no i didn't ever get but i mean that's what i used to joke about it's like man I used to get beat up for reading comic books, and now yeah. it's cool. The rage, yeah. It's what Uh-oh. the heck? Yeah, something changed. Yeah, it's just like, wait a minute, you know. So it's like, you know, the it's something that brings everyone together. So it, it's just been so it's crazy, even for me, who's been so outside of that world and seeing the evolution of Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even if you're, you know, in the LA area, you probably know the Kevin and Bean radio show, <laughs> and. A few years ago, they were broadcasting from there. Like that whole week, what? they were on site at Comic Con, and like they would talk with people. Oh and I was just gosh. like, like it makes sense if they go to Coachella. It's a local music festival. It's a radio yeah. station that plays morning music. Yeah. But then Why? they were at Comic Con. I was like, I don't get the connection. And it has really become this huge explosive Conan O'Brien thing. Yeah. Conan Does O'Brien he goes go up there. there. Some really? people podcast huh. out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget about the cosplayers. Oh um, yeah. I mean, my sister's a big cosplayer. Has she gone? Oh, yeah. But they also, they started, or my two younger sisters started going to the anime expo. (laughs) And that is what ignited their cosplaying. Did you? It was actually to promote our TEFL program. Yes. Yes. Was it overwhelming? A little bit. The cosplayers. I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, it was so much to look at, which was great. Yeah. But it was a lot. A lot, especially for someone who's not into cosplay. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know if it's just because we're in Southern California, so we are here where it's happening, but it really just feels like a cultural phenomenon. It now. draws people from across the nation. Sure. Yeah. And as a non native Californian, <clears throat> um, some, so there's people that I know that come from across the country consistently year after year, wow. and this is their vacation. Some yeah. people go to Hawaii. And this is why we're doing it on Meet Us in Paris, is that some people go to Hawaii and some people go to Comic-Con. They're all different ways to enjoy your travels and see different things. And um, when I lived in Ohio, it was one of those things like, I want to go to Comic-Con one of these days when I grow up. But now that I'm in California, it's just like, oh, my God, that's in my backyard. And it made it so much more accessible. But for some people, it's their it's their go to every single year, and they've been coming. I've I've heard of people like I would like always go. You know, you meet someone in elevators, like oh, how many years have you been going? Well, I've been I've gone roughly about fifteen years, and it's like oh, that's cute. I've been going for the last thirty five years. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> is is there like that elitism? No, do they really. wear like badges that they've no. been here for thirty years? Yeah, no, like no. Or is there like first timers or anything like yeah, that? No, no, they don't have something like that. But it's it's <laughs> funny because the thing is just like every once in a while you meet it's like thirty. It's, all, it's like well, how, you know, it's actually it's all in awe. It's like well, how many, how long? Have, well, I've been going for about fifteen years. It's like how long have you been going? It's like thirty five. Wow, really? What yeah. was it like back? So like even people call me like an old timer. Then you talk to someone else. It's like what was it? It's like very very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they still go. Yeah, so that means yeah. It's, like it's just it. different. It's morphed. Sure. You know, not necessarily. It's like an apples and oranges thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to address something that you asked, Katharina, about um, how to get in. 
Oh, yeah. This was new. You mentioned it previously on a podcast, and I was blown away that this (laughs) is the way you do it. So explain. So if you want to go to Comic-Con, the first thing you need to do is you need to register immediately. Even if you want... Okay, right now, um, you cannot get into Comic-Con San Diego this year. In fact, I was not able to get into the lottery this year for the first time Can't even get into the lottery. I got into the lottery, but okay. I was not able to get a ticket for the first time in like 15 years. My mm. wife got one. So the first thing you want to do is you need to register for a Comic-Con ID. So it is free, or maybe it's called a Comic-Con membership, but it's an mm-hmm. ID and a membership. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything. All it does is it puts you into their database. When, um, when Comic-Con, once you're into the database... I you start looking to see you know check every once in a while when they're going to start tickets start selling tickets they will start selling tickets for comic-con roughly in november oh wait i take it back there's there's <laughs> two two different times that you can buy oh excuse me hang on. whoops that was my phone <laughs> um when they announce that they're going to have open registration if you're going for the first time you they'll give you a date and a time when they will open for registration okay typically as i recall it's on a saturday morning um west coast time somewhere between like eight o'clock and nine o'clock what they have is they have a waiting room and so at that point you go and you um Open up your computer, your iPad, your compatible web browser, and you enter the waiting room using your member ID and your password. And then you sit there in this waiting room. Yep. And at random, it doesn't matter when you show up, if you can show up at what? 8 o'clock, you can show up at 9 o'clock. It is not in order that you got We have in, to show up at 8 and wait, right? Uh, between 8 and 9. Usually, like, there's an hour to get into the waiting room. It could be two hours to get and into the waiting room. And then it closes promptly <clears throat> at, essentially, let's say, 9. And then from there, it's just a waiting game. And so you sit there and you wait and that you, you'll you see like the spinning ball and then, and you'll see like we've sold out of this night, like we sold out of Saturday night. Oh my God. We sold out of um, preview night. Anxiety. And five, yeah. Saying. And you just sit there and you wait until um, you sit there until uh, you either get a ticket or you don't. Now, my suggestion is now I'm going to be giving this going to give away a secret which is going to reduce my chances of getting in (laughs) whenever you get in you have the ability to purchase three tickets Mm -hmm. so what we usually do is we go into buying groups so what i would do is Mm. let's say um if i get so all let's say all three of us are going to come want to go to comic-con all three of us would go in and then we would say it's like well if i get in first I will buy you a ticket, Christina. Christina, (laughs) And a ticket for you, Katharina. And so, and then even if you don't get in, I will get you guys in. Mm -hmm. But let's say, so like you guys, I'm going to give you guys first rights of refusal. If you don't want them or Mm -hmm. you get tickets ahead of me, you know, so you make these barters. It's like, well, then I'm going to go down my list and start going down my list and start calling all my friends. Do you want to go in? Do you want to go in? Do you want to go in? 
uh, officially last year, my friends, um, the last two or three years, I never got in officially. We were bought tickets by my friends. So we actually rode the coattails because it's a um, my friend and his son go to Comic Con every single year, mm-hmm. and he, it's like his son got in, he got in, and both separately, and they had one extra, t- uh, they had two extra tickets or something, so we could get in. So that's how oh, we got nice. in the last couple of years. And the yeah. years before, you could just walk up and get one, but that's now you, you need to be in this lottery system. Yeah. Um, if and, and you'll know this once you get in for once. But there also is a um, reattending lottery as well. So if you get into get into Comic Con this year, next year you can also have a returning returning attendee option. Oh, so they also nice. hold one extra lottery ahead of time, hmm. and that extra lottery, I mean, you know, there's a hundred there's guests that they only open up thirty thousand tickets. And then the wow. rest of the 100,000 tickets goes to whoever um, wants to try to get in. If you get only one ticket, let's say um, if you're in, you get into the early lottery and you only get a ticket for Friday, you can return to the second lottery again and try to get the tickets for the other days you weren't able to get into. Mm. And so this this past year, for this year, I actually got tried to get into both lotteries and both lotteries I was not able to get a oh, ticket. Wow. So it's crazy. That's it. Wow, that's intense. So yeah. they Stressful. sell it only per day. Um, you can. I think now it's all per day. Used to be you could purchase all of them. Mm-hmm. Used to be you could purchase like five at a special rate, then like four at a special rate, and mm-hmm. a weekend at a special rate. Okay. But they found out that I think people were like, "Oh, I'll just buy everything and just not show up for you know." Mm-hmm. And so what they're doing is they're actually letting people purchase individual days. Um, there's actually. Five days that you can tend um, is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But there's something called a preview night, which occurs on the Wednesday prior. Wow. Okay. That you can show up late. Like usually it opens up like I think six to seven, and it's only the vendor hall for the most part. Mm. So what it allowed people to do is go buy all your toys <laughs> and get all your goods, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday you can concentrate on attending panels and seeing yeah. actors yeah. or workshops. And do or... they release the schedule ahead of time so you know which day you want to go, like what panel you want to see? No, actually. Oh, so, that's horrible. So yeah. here's the thing is they start opening sales up ahead of time six months ahead, and they don't know the final. So until wow. the last, I mean, I think it's about two months ahead or one month ahead, you don't know the full schedule. But every year it's been so fantastic that you just buy it on faith knowing that the next year is going to be just as fabulous as But I'm just saying, like, if I'm going because I really want to see the Game of Thrones panel, but then that's not the day I get a ticket for, I'd be very upset. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That happens. Can people trade their tickets or no? Not really. So they have RFID badges now. Oh, lottie. That's like what Coachella does now, too, I think. But, like, if you know, if you know, like, it's a Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. like, if it's going to be a big panel, you know it's either going to be most likely it's going to be on saturday okay so like most likely it's going to be on friday or it's going to be on saturday if it's going to be a big panel if it's something smaller like how to do voice acting you know (laughs) that's a thing that's oh they have great panels on how to do voice acting so you can you can be a person who dubs um 
who dubs comics or I mean I'm sorry animations yeah, guess, and yeah. 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 Makes sense. they have all these workshop panels for people like if you want to make a comic book you have the ability to um, like go to DC comics and bring your portfolio and say I like to be a comic book artist wow. um, what do you think of my portfolio mm, that's um, cool. there's all sorts of opportunities for no matter who you are if you're interested in entering the field as well very cool so I have a question. Sure. Um, now you said that the limited tickets are due to the um, capacity of the San Diego Convention Center. Yes. Correct. And and by the way, it's spilling out. It's actually spilled out in the Marriott's next door. Oh, I'm sure. It's filled out to their convention. Sometimes yeah. they have some of the sessions at um, the Petco Park. They have um, some at the library. Mm-hmm. They have some at the Omni. Oh so my like goodness. every single, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's every single, uh, any hotel that has any space is pretty much used in a downtown area. So even area if you don't this. go to Comic-Con, just going in probably Gas Slam District, you see people walking around. You know what? If, if you can't go to Comic-Con, <laughs> one year I could not make it because my daughter was under, she was three months old. Oh my gosh. Huh. And I'm like, it's like there's we because you know you don't want to bring a baby it's a it's a petri dish of pestilence (laughs) sure um we would just we walked up and down the gas lamp just to see all the stuff yeah it's so neat to see all the people and all Mm -hmm. the people dressed up there's a lot of people handing out stuff who can't like these vendors who can't afford to go into the convention center are all just handing out their swag on the streets and it's yeah yeah, so yeah go down to the Mm -hmm. gas lamp oh i'm sorry that's okay so my question about all that is have and it, because it's wildly popular have they talked about moving it cities or somewhere where they could host even more people yes and san diego's you know they let go of the chargers so i could see them giving up comic con as well oh my gosh i know uh, you know i Hashtag don't bitter. I, yeah, very. I, I don't want That's to funny. speculate um I, because I think San Diego is the right place for this mm-hmm. comic book convention. I feel like Vegas would, like, um, would be a better place. Fam- it's not as family friendly. You Remember, you have That's true. Like, probably one quarter of the population are under 10 floating around. And mm. I I do agree that Vegas isn't as family friendly, but my God, families still go to Vegas. Sure. Like It doesn't stop people from going to conventions and things right. there. Well, San Diego is so walkable. I'm going to say why is because San Diego is so walkable. Mm -hmm. And when you leave the convention center and you're not at the convention center, there are so many things for families to do. Like you take a day off, you go to the zoo, you come a little bit earlier, you go to SeaWorld, you can go to Legoland. There's so many things to do. And I'm just playing devil's advocate, but Vegas has tons of things to do too. I mean, even in... The hotels and the pools and the sure. the stuff. Oh, and they have an aquarium mm-hmm. also. Well, yeah. I'm, so are Rumor they... also has perhaps Anaheim, but that's a pure Oh, rumor. God, no. Because no. no. actually Anaheim Convention Center has more square footage and than the San Diego Convention really? Center. And it has the hotels and... You know, it has Disneyland. It has Disneyland, and <laughs> yeah. it has an infrastructure set up. But then, but, but then, what separates WonderCon from ComicCon if they're both just cons in Anaheim? They become one. Wonder, <laughs> Wonder ComicCon. Wonder I, Comics. I don't want, I don't yeah. want to speculate. Yeah. I don't but but speculate. you said that they have. There have been rumors of moving it. There, 
Comic Con wants to stay. Okay. But they have As they growth should, I pains. Think, but Comic everything's I've read. Comic Con wants to stay. San Diego wants them to stay. Course, it's just yeah. that it's just the run out of space. And how do you serve more people? Is um, the answer always serving more people? Because you lose something when you do that. I don't know. I think they should just do a two weekend back to back. Oh, the like Coachella version. <laughs> yes. I personally think yeah. they should do two weekends to back to back, and one is more like comic books and movies, and the other one would be like television or like television and gaming. Oh, but so if you, can, you don't have the exact same show, whatever, both weekends, then people will go nuts trying to go to all of it still. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, yeah, I think it should be like Coachella. Like, you get the same same thing. thing. Yeah. Not but, up to me. No, of course. I and I'm just <laughs> I I mean I'm not even a Comic Con goer, but I like um I don't know, some things should kind of stick to their roots and it's not always about, you know, serving everyone you absolutely can. Like there is some magic, right? That you yeah. can't go every year and you try to do what you can and you can't make it that year, you go next year. Like so I wouldn't want them to move. And I like that it's kind of a San Diego fixture, but I just I could see them wanting to try to do that, yeah. given what it's become. Yeah. But it's still a family thing, and it yeah. has roots so deep in San Diego. I really do hope yeah. that they stay. Sure. So, um, before we end, how about if I talk to you, say what I do? Yeah. And one of these things. Yeah. Lay it on us. Yeah. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. give you a typical day for a comic book geek. Or, <laughs> so, I'm a pop culture geek in general. So, um, usually I show up the day ahead. Um, get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And, and where do you tend to stay? Okay, do you so have an old this, is a, this is now another problematic thing. <laughs> Wherever I can. Mm-hmm. They actually hold on to all the hotel rooms and then wow. you have to get into the lottery system. For the hotels? For the too? hotels. Jeez, so essentially every lot. hotel all the way up to Hotel Circle is actually pre-booked by Comic-Con and you have to a- enter the lottery to get into it. Wow. So if you can and you can afford it, staying downtown as close to the comic book convention itself is fantastic because you can just walk back there, go back to your hotel room, sleep for 15, 20 minutes, (laughs) have a drink at the bar, and then go back into the comic book convention. When you have a hotel room that's further out, especially if you like to purchase swag and such like that, um, you got to remember anything that you purchase, you're going to be carrying around with you into all the uh, different yeah. rooms for up to 12 hours. Yes, so you um, need a big backpack. So a big backpack <laughs> and a bag. And so Do people, like, sorry, people come in with suitcases? You can't bring rolling suitcases, oh. but you can anything that you can carry because it's a trip hazard. Got it. So that'd be kind of funny if it has a I huge know. suitcase. Yeah, it's a huge suitcase. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where um, you had to decide like. But then rooms that are next to the convention center could be five to six hundred dollars a night. Um, if you go out all the way out to Hotel Circle, they can be as much as three hundred dollars a night. Um, but the great thing about Comic Con is they also set up their own bus system that weekend. Oh. So if you're at the um, if you are at the hotel in Hotel Circle, you just walk, wait outside, and there will be a bus within about 10 to 15 minutes. You jump on the bus, air-conditioned, 10 <laughs> minutes downtown. You get out there, and the same way back to your hotel room is all air-conditioned luxury. 
So that's good. Um, so that's so well organized. Yeah, it's extremely, extremely well organized. I've um, same thing with your badges. You go in, you bring in your little piece of paper. I think it has a barcode on it. You bring it up to a person, they scan it, <laughs> and then they go, "Hi, can I see your ID?" And then they then they hand you your badge. So that's what I usually do is the day before I try to get to get a badge. You usually have a couple badging stations. There's actually typically one near Hotel Circle, but you can get your badge out oh, there nice. so you don't have to go downtown. So if you're coming the day before, you get your badge or you can go downtown and get your badge. Um, usually I try to get something to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's lots of great places in the Gaslamp District um, for um, husbands, wives and children. So many places to eat. Uh, we talked about that in the San Diego episode, I believe. Um, the Then you go to the convention center. Um, there will be simultaneously something like about 10 panels to 15 panels going on simultaneously wow. all the time. Wow. Um, you choose what your love is and you can, you, I'll actually highlight the, like on a, if I'm really being hardcore, I'll highlight all the ones in the book that I want to go to. There's also a Comic-Con app. So you can okay. pull it up on your phone and you can mark the ones that you want to go to and hmm. it will put together an itinerary oh, for nice. you. Um, however, if you want to get into Hall H, which is where all the movie studios come and show off their movie stars and talk about the movies, you do want to get there early, um, at least two hours early and wait in line. Mm-hmm. If you're the first thing there in the morning, if it's a first panel, you may want to consider staying overnight oh, and standing God. in line. Yeah, no. Bring up that's another we could do a whole episode on that. But essentially, if you want to go, I've actually spent my wife wanted to go somewhere and I've been in line something like 10 o'clock at night and we st- stayed in line all night long to get into a panel. Jeez. Um, so. But if you're lucky, sometimes you can get in a Hall H within two hours. And mm-hmm. it's been coming more like that where you can get in, in two hours. You need to go at least two panels. Be- so like if panel's happening at 10, I mean, I'm sorry, let's say at 2 o'clock, you want to start lining up around noon and um, hope that you can get into your panel. Jeez, so, I could never um, do that. Yeah, I don't have the patience for that mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like if it's longer than an hour, I'm over it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm a big fan of walking around the vendor hall. I'm sure. That sounds like it'd be fun. Um, if uh, Just depending on who you are, but just walking up and down every single aisle and just kind of browsing, window shopping, it will take about two hours to three hours just to walk up and down the aisles and just casually look at all the stuff, at the t-shirts or whatever. Do they usually have good swag? Um, It varies year to year. Sometimes they're giving away a lot of great stuff. Sometimes they're just kind of like, eh. You know, they give t-shirts, they give bottle openers, necklaces, you know whatever masks and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of great things to purchase if you're like a doctor who fan which <gasps> yes someone, i am so they always have limited edition items like one year they had like um, a doctor who yahtzee set wow, and it was like funny. the tardis and you put it, oh, the tardis cool. was a cup Aww, you know or they cute. have all the necklaces that they wear and they sell all the sonic screwdrivers if you're a Tokidoki fan, which is an artist, you know, it's you like, can go up there and get all the different purses that he has limited edition for that year. If you're really lucky, you might get one year. They'll, if you're lucky, he'll sign some stuff for <laughs> you. Um, 
on the floor you can um, that's the other thing I suggest is if you're a comic book fan um, what you see in the comic book convention schedule is not necessarily what the vendors on the floor are going to bring so DC which is DC Comics Mm -hmm. um, they may bring out 20 to 30 different artists for different comic books but it won't be mentioned in the San Diego Comic Con Mm -hmm. guide all they will say is DC will be showing up here and they have this large section of the floor Mm -hmm. so what you actually want to do is you want to go to the DC website find out who they are going to bring that weekend and when are they going to bring when those artists are going to come out and then you get out there queue up wait for an hour or two hopefully you get your comic book signed wow there are also lotteries more lotteries there's well when you're actually (laughs) thing is a lottery i know um, jeez I'll give it you just one. seems like so much anxiety. It's yeah. like you have to lottery to get in, lottery to sleep somewhere, yeah. lottery yeah. to, uh, to once eat. you get there. Yeah. Use a, the restroom. There's the, a lot. It's the law of the line. Yeah. yeah. Oh jeez. Um, one of the things you want to do is uh, to constantly look out for lotteries. So um, one year I can't. You know what? Like the lotteries. Like for example, one year. Um, the whole panel for Sin City, the movie uh-huh. where it's coming out, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba, Robert Rodriguez, um, Rosario Dawson, um, I forget a couple other actors. Wasn't Alexis Bledel in that? I'm not familiar with that. Rory Gilmore? Yes. I'm I don't sure know if she was, was in the first one or the second one. All right. Anyways. <laughs> so you could go to, um, they'll actually say, hey, we're going to have a signing tomorrow. Get a ticket. So the thing is, they just freely hand out the ticket. Yeah. So the thing is that the the lottery for tomorrow, you have to pick up the ticket today. And then all you do is mm. just come back the next day and just see if your ticket matches up with one of the numbers. And so we've actually had the option. You know, I actually got Jessica Alba's um, autograph on a oh, poster. Nice. They give you the poster. Mm-hmm. They sign it. Robert Rodriguez. All, so I have a bunch of posters. I have... Joss Whedon's signature. Oh, he's a have, big one, yeah. Yeah, so I have a bunch of signatures just by, act, you know, just winning the lottery randomly. So, you know, there's not too much anxiety. It's like, hey, you get a ticket. I if guess, you get it, yeah. you get it. My anxiety so. would be like, I know I have to go there to check. Yeah. To see if I have the number. And yeah. it's probably a ton of people you have to get through. And then to see it's the little like numbers. in like the... The cast list in like in high school. Yeah, like, I have to play. run up yeah. and see yeah. your names there, yeah. and walk away in shame if it's yeah. not. And then you're yeah. like, I just wasted two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it sounds great, yeah. but just hearing everything, I'm like, there's no way yeah. I'm ever even gonna. It takes try a special to person to yeah. go to Comic Con yeah. these days. It's, it's it's all you know. I hate to say it, but like, there's. It can be a little bit like a job if you're, yeah. you're out there. If you want to see the things, everything you want to see, you got to do the. But you know, it's extremely rewarding at the same time <laughs> when you get to see the actor That's or meet true. the actor, say a few words, or you know, when you see oh, a it's panel. It's worth it. If yeah, it's really, totally worth yeah, it. Mm-hmm. If, if you like it. I've been gone, gone. I've gone so many times that I've kind of not as intense. Um, so the Hall H now has a rebroadcast room. So they actually record it, and then they rebroadcast it in a separate room 30 minutes later. So mm. I'll just actually go to the rebroadcast room because I don't want to be in a room where there's 7,000 people yeah. using the same Do toilet. they give you that recording later? Like to all no. get? Oh. No. You had to show that up and watch nice. it. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, and that's, you just rinse and repeat for three or four days. Try to find out what you want to go see for the day. You know, I, I'm making it much more um, spread out. So it's like, oh, I walk in. It's like, yeah, I like this panel. I'll just walk to the next room. A lot of them you can just walk in. Some of them require more work. Walk a lot of the um, floor. Um, try to meet with the friends that you, um, that I only see once or twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And that's the, yeah, that's, nice. that's a day in Comic Con. Busy day. Busy day. Yeah. Yeah. Need lots of energy drinks that day. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do you have to stand in the lottery line for your bottle or whatever? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for the lowdown on that. I feel much more knowledgeable now about Comic Con as someone who knew nothing about it previously. So. Thank you for listening in, and hopefully we have stimulated your desire to go to Comic-Con more. <laughs> or not. Or, or not. not. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Um, last of all, before we go, we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. We don't want to brag, but we're the best kind of awesome at UCI. So check out our course in person or online at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.